Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. But when he comes, the spirit of truth, he will guide you to all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears and will declare to you the things that are coming. He will glorify me, because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. Everything that the Father has is mine. For this reason, I told you that he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. The Gospel of the Lord. This morning we celebrate Trinity Sunday, and uh, Trinity Sunday is always near and dear to my heart. It's the first time I ever preached at Mass as a deacon, it was Trinity Sunday. And um, I remember feeling all this pressure to teach everybody everything I knew about the Trinity from like four years of seminary in one homily, which is impossible. Because like we use this word mystery and, and mystery means something that cannot be f- fully grasped by the human mind. And, and so when we say the mystery of the Trinity, it really means that it's impossible for us to completely grasp what the Trinity is, who the Trinity is. Like we, we can know certain things. We come to know certain things. The Lord starts to reveal himself to us. We use that word mystery also, like when we talk about the mystery of faith during the Eucharistic prayer. And and the mystery of our faith is the fact that we proclaim the Lord's death and resurrection until he comes again. That, That we know that through this action of Jesus entering into the world and giving his life for us, that he saved us from our sin and, and that somehow being in relationship with him transforms our life. But again, it's one of those things that even like the greatest mystics in the church, they'll they'll talk about the shift that happened, but it's not a kind of like roadmap that we figure out in our head and then just do that because as soon as we're doing that, we're not receiving from the Lord first. But I think the most profound thing for us to reflect on about the Trinity in our modern time is that the Trinity is three persons in one God, that three persons who have been in a relationship of love from all eternity, that have been in a communion of life and love for all eternity, and that the Trinity is relational and were created in his image and therefore we're created for relationship and we're created for communion 
that our God is not a mono-being. Because if our God was a mono-being, if our God was one person, then love would just be something that's a side effect or it's, it's like part of a human condition, but it's not really fundamental to who we are. But because God is a communion, that means our own relationality, our own ability to love and to be loved is fundamental to who we are. And and that the goal of our lives is to learn to love well. And in the gospel reading today, our, our Lord reveals to us that each person of the Trinity is always in relationship with the others. And he talks about sending the Holy Spirit who will take from what is mine and declare it to you. And, and so the Holy Spirit is informing us with everything that is in Jesus. And, and so the Holy Spirit is the bond of love between the Father and the Son and forms that bond of love between each of us and Jesus. And then he says, everything that the Father has is mine. And so, so everything that I have that the Holy Spirit took from me and is declaring to you, I received first from the Father. And so there, there's, it's impossible to, to be in relationship with Jesus without also being in relationship with the Father. It's impossible to encounter the Holy Spirit without also encountering Jesus and the Father. And we learn from our Lord what it truly means to love well. We learn from our Lord what it means to love well. And our Lord, in his life, consistently and constantly reveals to us that he can do nothing without the Father. That at every moment, he's checking in with the Father, seeking to do the Father's will. He only does what he sees the Father doing. Everyone who sees him sees the Father says, don't you know that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, that the Father and I are one. And the disposition of the heart of Jesus is a disposition that's always open and receiving and entrusting himself to the Father's love. And it's the Father's love that moves him in his mission. It's the Father's love and, and everything that the Father has given to him and everything that the Father has done for him that moves him in the world. So that as he goes out and he becomes a gift to others, as he goes out to bestow grace and mercy on others, as he pours his life out on the cross, all of that is the fruit of what the Father has done first in his heart. Everything that the Father has is mine. And then everything that he has is ours. And sin is something that, <clears throat> that always keeps us from entrusting our heart to our Lord from seeking the Father first, from 
allowing the Father's love to move us. And whether that's the sins of others who maybe we're supposed to have been trustworthy in our lives but weren't trustworthy and so then our trust muscle gets broken or our trust muscle gets atrophied and it it becomes harder to turn our life over to another person. It becomes harder to count on other people. When people violate our trust because of their sin, we become more reluctant to be in relationship and to be in communion and to be in love. Sometimes it's because of our own sin and and because of our own sin or our own past or the things that have happened to us or the things that have happened within our families. Then we, because of shame, we grow timid to be in relationship with our Lord. We can spend a lot of time beating ourselves up in our head, avoiding taking responsibility, avoiding repentance, avoiding going to our Lord, avoiding his mercy, because because sometimes we think we're so bad that it's impossible that the Lord actually loves us. Sometimes even, like, when we hear the words, like, Jesus loves you, like, immediately our brains go, like, yeah, but if you knew this, or, (laughs) like, you don't understand, like, I'm actually worse than everybody else in the world. And all of that is from the evil one. And and all of that is a lie. All of that is a distortion. And it's really rooted in fear. And when we find ourselves in those places, either fear of being hurt again or fear of being discovered, we have to remember the words of St. John who says, perfect love casts out fear. The perfect love casts out fear. That we need more love in those moments that we need more of Jesus in those moments, that, that we need more grace in those moments. And, and our prayer becomes like, Lord, you need to show me that you're trustworthy. Like, like I need to know that you're going to be here for me. You're not going to leave me like somebody else left me. You're not going to betray me like somebody else betrayed me. You are, in fact, going to welcome me just as the father welcomed the prodigal son in their sinfulness. We seek for the Lord to reveal his love to us so that we begin to have confidence to entrust ourselves in relationship to him. And as we do that and and we learn from our experience of Jesus in our life, that moves us in the world. And we're able to go into the world in peace and we're able to go into the world in security and we're able to go into the world in love no matter what else is going on, no matter how people receive us, we're, we're able to just be confident in the fact that, that the Lord is the only one that matters. And because of what he's done for me, I can be in relationship with others. I can go out and love others. I can sacrifice for others because I'm moved by the sacrificial love of our Lord. And the one thing that we continue to do and and the one thing that we continue to strive for is to learn to love well and to learn to love as God loves and to learn to be 
the image of God that we're created in so that it's not just a doctrine, but it's a mystery that is constantly being revealed to us. And it's really about a person that is constantly moving us in the world. And so today, let us pray that that we continue to grow in, in our understanding, our grasp of that mystery, which is always unattainable in its completeness, but that means it's always inviting us to something more, that we continue to grow in that. And that we continue to be vigilant in our own in our own learning to love as God loves. That we may reveal his love to each and every person we encounter.